Okay. Hare Krishna. Okay. Um, I'm going to repeat what I did Wednesday. Usually the, the, um, usually the format in the class is I teach the same thing, but I go forward. I go forward and then I, I go back a little bit. Okay. Hi, Bo, Catalina. You have some yoga today? Oh, for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to come to class or just bring the... Okay. Go get another chair. Oh, you have your own cushion. Okay. Oh, that's so nice that you're coming personally. Okay. Um, just give me a few seconds. It just seems to be... Uh, a few people settling in here. But uh, I'm just going to go over what I did again, and hopefully um, it will be a little bit deeper than Wednesday so that the people who came there... Hare Krishna. Catalina, yes, please sit so you're comfortable. Um, also, remind me, I have another bar for Laura, okay? Okay. And that bread, what, what, what's in that bread? Because it's so soft. Grains? Yeah. Grains? What kind of grains? I don't know, know but I can... Many? Yeah. More okay. than seven. I know More than seven. seven. It's at least seven. Seven grains. And it's wheat. Okay. And okay. No eggs. Okay, no, I know. Okay, no, it's very sore. Okay, reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 46, Text 1. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Sri Shuka Uvacha, Vishninam Prabharo Mantri, Krishnasya Dayatasaka, Shishyo Vihaspate Sakshad, Uddhavo Bodhisattama. Sukadeva Goswami said, the supremely intelligent Uddhava was the best counselor of the Vrishni dynasty, a beloved friend of Lord Krishna, and a direct disciple of Rihaspati. Om Ajnana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Jaksur Unmalatamyena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Manobhistam Stapitam yena bhutale, sayam rupa kadamayam, dadati sa padantikam. Panchakalpa turubhyascha, kripa sindhu vayevacha, patitanam pavanebhyo, vaishnavebhyo, namo nama. 
Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Si Advaita Gadadhar Shivas Adhigor Bhaktavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So greetings from the wonderful Sham Ashram in Kali, Colombia. Um, I'm contemplating and I'll speak to Rati Krishna is that I should give classes also on, on the significant days. So we will have a Radhasthami festival here on um, Saturday afternoon. But Saturday morning, I'd like to give class, especially it, it's Sri Radha. And Sri Radha is very special in our tradition. You know, one time there was a, um, a, a king and that king was, he came to Radhakund and he paid, so humble, he paid Dandavat to, he paid Dandavat to, um, you know, those obeisances around Radhakund. And that was like so, so humble. And the disciples of Bhakti Siddhanta went to Srila Bhakti Siddhanta and they were very impressed. They were very impressed. And they, you know, they told, they said, why is he doing that? And said, you know, he's worshiping Krishna. And then Srila Bhakti Siddhanta said, that's good. He said, but we only worship Krishna because Sri Radha loves him so much. So there's Aniya Radito Nunam Bhagavan Harir Ishvara. Aniya Radito, there's no one else who can worship Krishna so much. And Krishna is, is, and Radha, you can't separate them any more than you can separate any more than you can separate a um, so these dogs are annoying. Any more than you can separate a flower from its color and its fragrance. If it's just Krishna, if it's just Krishna, it's it's a flower without qualities. <laughs> it's Radha Krishna. There's, there's God and God's energy. And God is God and God's energy. You can't separate it. So I'd like to do something there. And that's such an important part of our theology. Anarpita, Churim, Churat, Kunriya, Batirna, Kalo, Samarpiyatam, that God's own love, Samarpiyatam, he, he's come to give Unatajvala, that it's it's Ujvala is 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 blazing, beautiful love. He's come to give. Anarpita Charim Chara. 
It wasn't given before for a very long time, but out of his mercy, he's come to give in the form of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So that love, there's love of Godhead, but that love, that's very, very special. And that love is shared um, by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in our tradition. And the, the Bhagavatam is meant to really help us fully understand that love because it's, 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 it's to help us understand it's to help us understand Krishna and Krishna is Akila, Rasa, Rita, Murti. He's the full embodiment of, 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 of love, which means the full, the full manifestation of the full manifestation of personhood. So it's focused on that. It's just like in the Bhagavad Gita. There are three sections. The first six chapters are karma yoga. The middle six sections are bhakti yoga. And the last six sections are jnana yoga. So why is the bhakti yoga, why is the bhakti yoga in the, in the center? Um, you know, sometimes you have the, the, the most important thing can come last, just like in the, so why is it in the center? And Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur explained that um, when something is very treasured, it's not kept on the outside. When something is very important, it's kept in the middle. And also, without that, then karma and jnana um, don't have value. The cultivation of knowledge and the performance of work, its value is that if, it, if it, its value is love. <laughs> it's not the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is love. Universal love, the fullest love. And that's why it's such a satisfying theology. I think bhakti is such a satisfying theology because if, if you want to use some sense, if you want to use some sense, then everyone in this world is looking for pleasure and pleasure is love. And if that's a guiding principle here, if you have some sense of an ultimate reality, then why should you deny it on that platform? So, and I'm saying this because we're studying the Bhagavatam and Krishna has left Vrindavan. He's left Vrindavan and now he's, we're coming back to Vrindavan, but through Uddhava. So that's also a structure of, of, of the Bhagavatam. It, it, it's just like when, when Srila Gorgo Vindamaraj wrote this wonderful book, The Embankment of Separation. And he was talking about Radha Krishna's pastimes and he was describing 
And this was demonstrated by Lord Chaitanya's life that he wanted to experience something and he wanted to experience the highest love. And love has two embankments, the embankment of union and the embankment of separation. So when the embankment of union became prominent, then Ramananda Roy and Srup Damodar would start singing songs and stories of the separation. And when the separation became too intense, there would be union. And then the prem, the love would flow at its, its, at, at, its, at its height. So here in the Bhagavatam, and I'm picking this, you know, randomly I pick stories, but... Um, I like to share specifically pastimes of Krishna is what I'm focused on now. Um, because we're meant to appreciate that. And, 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 and the one way that we do appreciate it is by the Bhagavatam, because the Bhagavatam is what's called Rasa Shastra. And Rasa Shastra means it's composed poetics and drama, and, and, and it's meant to encapsulate a mood perfectly, which is what drama is meant to do. It's supposed to take an intense emotion and somehow other recreate that emotion in drama or poetry so that if you're eager and you're the proper audience, you feel that. And that's so much part of what our tradition is. So much part of what our tradition is, is our, 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 our main focus is taramadye sarvashreshte nama sankirtan nira aparade poya paya premadan. Our, our mo main focus is, is focus on the holy name, and I, I gave this simple analogy, how absorption works in our type of spiritual life. It's like if you have a magnifying glass and you have a piece of paper and you want to burn through the sun, you want to burn the paper, you concentrate it, but doesn't immediately inflame. So it's the same thing with, with, with practice of devotion. When there's absorption, when there's absorption, there's feeling. And that's how we advance because our goal is that feeling. What's, what's the goal of bhakti? The Pyojana Tattva is love, love. And it's a feeling in relationship. And, and, and it's a feeling in relationship to God. And God comes, Nama Chintamani Krishna Chaitanya Rasa Vigraha Shudapurno Nityamukta it comes in the form of the holy name so if you're focused on it and focused on it means because ultimately when we're chanting the holy name i think we have to understand this i was reading a book shivaram swami called chant more and he gave a very interesting analogy a sound you're more than welcome please Thank you so much. Okay, what is your name? Anastasia. Anastasia, thank you so much for coming.
Okay. <laughs> yeah. So just like a, um, a microphone, he gave such a nice example. A sound comes through a microphone, but the microphone doesn't hear the sound. So it's the same thing with our ears. The sound comes through our ears, but our ears don't hear the sound. It's our consciousness that hears the sound. And when the consciousness hears the sound, then we feel that sabando, a relationship with Krishna. And when you do that, you concentrate on that. Then you have some realization what Rupa Goswami said, Tunde Tandavani Ritim, Vitunate Tandavali Labdaye, Karna Krona Kandambani Gatayate. That then you 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 wish many many years, you wish many many tongues, because actually it is that that's the, the highest pleasure is this, because the essence of the Ladini Shakti, the essence of God's pleasure potency is love. It's Krishna Prem. It's universal love. So that's the highest pleasure, and no one is denying that in this world in their own experience in this world. They're not denying that what they're looking for most of all is satisfactory relationships and the feeling and experience within those relationships. So we say, according to the Upanishads, Rasa Vai Saha, that the ultimate reality is based on this principle. It's a re reservoir of supreme pleasure and that supreme pleasure is love. If there is a God, <laughs> I don't think there's any way to understand God unless that's the fact that there's that it that, that there's an absolute controller and what does anyone use his powers for everyone uses his powers for happiness but what is the supreme happiness it's determined by that ultimate reality and it's definitely reflected here and it's what we're searching for although sometimes we're disappointed here because those relationships are are temporary and because they're temporary they're filled with duality so we're looking for a, 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 a that's our search so that's what the bhagavatam is and what the bhagavatam does is it, it according to our theology it describes that ultimate reality which is this exchange of love with God in the depth of relationship because love comes within relationship and it describes that, that relationship. And it describes it perfectly in a way that if you listen to it, you feel it. And then when you feel it, then the Chanting of Hare Krishna takes on a new meaning. Because the name is not just an arbitrary name, but it's Evam Vatasvapriya Nama Krita Chitanu Raga. It's Evam Vatasvapriya Nama. It's a name of someone that you love. And when you chant the name of someone that you love, then Jitanu Raga, 
then from that is born some real deep pleasure of feeling. So it, it's a whole process. Chanting the name is the most powerful process because it's direct communion with God. But the absorption will have to do if it's a beloved object to you. So that's why we have to hear the pastimes of Krishna. Prabhupada said we advance by the process of chanting and hearing, chanting and reading, chanting and reading. So anyway, that's what I'm concentrating now. My old agent is to describe the describe the pastimes of Krishna. So here, I'll set the setting right now in this Leela of the pastimes. Krishna is now a king in Dwarka. It's a different manifestation of that one God. And it's more in reverence. And there is different loves that we appreciate. We appreciate respect. Respect is the love that goes up. Affection is the love that goes down. Affection is the love of the superior for the inferior. In Sanskrit, it's called the nugraha. It's mercy. Your love is not mercy when you go above. Your love is mercy when you go down. So a mother in relationship to the child, it, it's, it's, it's a nugraha. It's mercy. And above, it, it's, it's, it's respect. So Krishna is in Dwarka, and it is Krishna, but it's not Krishna, because his intimate side is not actually manifest. But it's a sweet type of love. Well, it, it, yeah, it's a sweet type of love. There's some intimacy there. For example, he has children there and they have a sense of intimacy, but it's not, it, it, it's, it, it, it's still, it's, it's superior. Wow, I'm getting like a crowd today. I'm, I'm complete ecstasy here. It's so nice. Just a simple guy here sitting down, giving class, and then all of a sudden, this is so nice. All those uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well no. someone said, someone made a comment, all the gopis. I have to say, it's not just the gopis. <laughs> I have a cowherd boy here too. <laughs> but I also have gopis. Okay? Somehow there's more gopis coming to Krishna consciousness than cowherd boys. But I just, I just, I just want to let you know that I also have a cowherd boy here. <laughs> Otherwise, it's scandalous. <laughs> okay. So, so now Krishna is in Dwarka and the residents of Vrindavan are suffering the deepest separation. There's one type of pramana. Pramana means evidence. The highest pramana for us is Shabda. The highest evidence if, is, is, if, is if we hear from someone who knows. Then the other pramanas is pratyaksha, direct experience. It's not, for us, it's not as good as shabda because our senses are imperfect. And then there's anuman, 
Anuman means logic. But, you know, you could say, oh, look, uh, there's a fire on the mountain because you see smoke. But maybe the fire is out. <laughs> so, but the, the, there's 10 pramanas and there's one pramana, so I'm going to, which is the least reliable, but it has some evidence and it's called lok pramana. And that's called village talk. <laughs> so if you're in Vrindavan, you go to a particular place and you'll hear the locals tell the story of the place. It's some pramana, but it's not that. So here's lok pramana. Lok pramana is why did Krishna leave Vrindavan? And he was at a place called Prema Sarovara. And it's between... It's getting close to Radhastami, so this, my classes may be more enthused with, with Radha and Krishna. So if you go to Vrindavan, there's a big hill called Nandishvara. That's where um, Krishna, it's a hill, on top of a hill is where Krishna lives. And then about a couple of kilometers down the road, there's Brahma Parvat. It's Lord Brahma as mountain, and there's Radharani. So the only way, you know, because Radha and Krishna are not married, but they want to meet. This is very confidential, of course. So the way they meet is kind of sometimes like a Morse code. I would call it Mohan code, but it's, it's they would put a candle, and you can see one place, and then they would cover it, and you can make dots and dashes. So they say, you know, meet me at midnight in between the two places. You meet me at midnight. And uh, so they meet at this place. And then Radha is sitting on Krishna's lap. And then the, the bee begins to disturb. Krishna has a friend. They're called Priya Narma Sukha. Friend means Sukha. Priya Narma means joking. And it's Priya Narma means the real close friends. And only the really close friends can be in your proximity during Dogs. What? Dogs I know, but I prefer that the dogs go to. Okay. Okay, good. That's okay. I, not, not, it's, not that I have anything against them. <laughs> not that I have anything against them. Um. So, what? Yeah, so they meet, and Radha is sitting on Krishna's lap. It's, it's very intimate. And then there's, there's these close friends, and one is named Madhu Mangal. And Krishna tells him to get rid of the bee because it's disturbing. Not that I have anything against bees, but it's disturbing. And, 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 and so he chases them away. And then when he gets rid of the bee, he says, Madhu is gone. And then when he says, Madhu is gone, 
Madhu means Krishna, because Krishna is Madhava. But Madhu also means bee, because it all, means honey. So Radharani is at a high state of love, and a high state of love is very emotional. When you're very emotional, what happens is there's no space between what happens to you and how you react when you're very emotional. That's why the mode of goodness is so good for spiritual life, because what the mode of goodness is, it's the pensive platform. And the mode of goodness gives you a distance between what happens to you and how you react. So that's good because um, yeah, it can be very destructive if you're just impulsive. So we know how many times we regret how we responded based on our feelings. That feelings are bad, but how you respond to them. So there's there's a, a, a pensive platform. That's why the mode of goodness, it, it gives you some time to make a judgment of whether this, the, the, the emotion's not bad, it's how you use it. You can be angry, that's okay, but what is the emotion? But Radharani is at Mahabhav Swarup. She's at the highest form She's at the highest form. Yeah. She's at the highest form of, of love. So what is that type of emotion? That type of emotion is so high that later it's going to be described that when Radha and Krishna are in union, they're so absorbed that they have no even self-conception. You want to get out of the limited concept of I? Krishna forgets he's Krishna and Radha forgets his Radha. It's just the love is so intense. So what is that level of emotion and absorption? So when she hears Madhu is gone, she can't even think that maybe, it, you know, that, that she, she can't even think that she, she's sitting on Krishna's lap. She ju it just affects her so emotionally. So she begins to cry. She begins to cry. And in separation. But what happens in that mode of separation, which is so deep, is that the object, which is before you, goes even deeper in your heart. And in the reality of, in the reality of Krishna, in the reality of Krishna, <laughs> where is Krishna? And, and that's that great German, I think it was Hegel said, where there is no circumference, the center is everywhere. Where is Krishna? It's not temporal, uh, spatial, temporal. Where is Krishna? Krishna is everywhere, but where does he appear? He appears where there's love. And in one sense, that's common to everyone. Where do you appear? You appear where there's love. Otherwise, it's just a shadow of yourself. Your real self comes out in love. 
So in one sense, even though it went into Krishna's heart, it actually is Krishna. And even though Krishna leaves Vrindavan, he's actually there. And he saw how deep that was. So that, that was the Lok Pramana, why Krishna left Vrindavan. He saw it, it brought them deep in the hearts. But anyway, in the Prakat Lila, the manifest Lila, the residents of Vrindavan are in, in total anxiety, that separation. You know, we love people. And we all have people that we deeply love. And if they're gone, it, it's, <coughs> it's very difficult to us. Not this Monday, but my next Monday, I will, I'm figuring what my, my I write one article every week, last seven years. You me. Yeah, every year, every week. So I'm going to write one called A Decade of Tears. And what's that article going to be based on? Well, I was born in 1950, so my life kind of decade, goes in decades very neatly. And this next decade, what does it mean? You name my god brothers, they're within two or three years of me in age. So we're all in our 70s now. Prabhupada's disciples are all in their 70s. And within this year, many are going to leave. One god brother described, it, it's like popcorn. When there's popcorn, it goes boom. Boom, boom. But then what happens is it starts to speed up. So we have different God brothers are leaving. And then when you realize that some of these people have been practicing Krishna consciousness, I was visited the other day by one Prabhupada disciple. I think he's called Prabhupada Vrata Maharaj. And he met Prabhupada in 1966. So he, he's been a, a, a kind of in Krishna consciousness for 50, 56 years. He's 76 now. Of course, when he initially met Prabhupada, he didn't join Krishna consciousness. Was, I think he was kind of out of it at that time. But when you think that people have actually sincerely been serving for so many years, and they become part of your life, especially God brothers. They're very close. They're very close. And then when they start leaving, it's going to be very, very painful. Ramananda Roy, when, when Lord Chaitanya was asking Ramananda Roy, this is called Ramananda, Ramananda um, Sambhad. It's a discussion between Lord Chaitanya Ramananda Roy, and Lord Chaitanya is asking him all these questions. Because Ramananda Roy is the most learned in the science of Radha and Krishna. And when Lord Chaitanya was leaving for South India, Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya told him, you must meet this Ramananda Roy. So he meets him and he starts asking questions, so many questions. It's an incredible discussion because he asked him you tell me the top verse in all the shastra and he goes over each verse which represents a kind of perfection but there's always something higher until you get to radha and krishna until it goes so far but he asked him what's the greatest suffering and it's the separation the separation from devotees so so 
what what does the, and the separation from Krishna? So the residents of Vrindavan are in such separation that Krishna has to send someone. So he's thinking, who can I send? And it can't be an ordinary person because he has to be able to deliver this message. And to deliver this message, he has to have some depth of understanding of its importance. And he has to have the skills. So, so he's thinking, and then Vrishinam Pravara Mantri. Mantri means like a minister or an advisor. And he's provide, he's the best counselor, the best minister in all of the of, of Dvorka. This is the top person. And he has a reputation. What is reputation? A reputation generally in a proper society, not a, a social media society where you, you cheaply try to get reputations by proclaiming your great virtue by criticizing someone and seeing how compassionate and great you are without actually doing the hard work that previously people had to do by proving their character in society, by proving their productivity in society, by proving their competency in society. So this kind of, but they, they, this is when someone was respected for their character, it wasn't something cheap by, I call it uh, virtue signaling. I am so compassionate because I'm taking up this cause and I go on the internet and I speak loudly. But no, actually, you actually demonstrate it by your behavior and your relationships. You develop your character by people seeing your relationships and how you do. And so he's actually in this Vrishni dynasty, this thing of great people. He's known. So Krishna wants this person. And he's Krishnasya Dhyata Sakha. Krishnasya Dhyata. Dhyata is so beautiful. Yeah, the Sanskrit words, they're more connected with their meaning. The vibration of the word almost becomes like an incarnation of, of the expression. There's vachika and vacha. Vacha means an object and vachika means an expression of the object. So in languages, it's arbitrary. It's just, I don't know, some, some person recently wrote me an article, someone who is really super intelligent. Maybe, I don't know. Anyway, he wrote me an article, The Origins of Language. You know, he's talking about Sanskrit. So I, he said, you know, he showed me the article. I said, well, there's no references in these articles. So I sent it to my friend who's a distinguished professor of Indology to actually attest, you know, how language is created, et cetera, you know, how you associate words. But in Sanskrit, there's more connection with the vachika, the expression of the word and the word itself. So when you're reading these, and this is Rasa Shastra, and these are words that so nicely, so it's Krishna Siddhaya Tasaka. He is 
Dayata. He is beloved of Krishna. And when you're beloved of someone, they're more likely to give you their heart. And what Krishna is doing is he is wants to deliver his heart to the gopis because the gopis are in so much separation. And the person has to be an expert counselor because he has to make this adjustment to express this love, even though Krishna hasn't come back. The gopis are living just before Krishna went and that scene, this is the love that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted to wanted to experience. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted to experience the love of his topmost devotee at the height of her love. Sri, Sri Radha, the, and what was the height of her love? Our height of her love is when Krishna was in that chariot and Akrura is taking Krishna from Vrindavan. He's taking Krishna from that Vrindavan. So what is she feeling? when those wheels are moving and the gopis are like following the chariot, but then the chariot starts to go in the distance and they just become stunned because their life has just left. When you have real love, when you have pure love, then your love is your life and without your love, you have no life. And what's the highest love? Tvasmin, Parama, Prema, Rup. The highest form of love is to God. Because that's ontological. It, 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 it's, it's, it's the ultimate energy of love. And when you have that attachment, When you have that attachment, I once read a book on a short book, but it was by a scholar. It's, it's, it's amazing. How did Christianity just spread like anything from a small cult? How did it spread? One of the ways it spread were the martyrs. And, and what were the martyrs? They were people who were tortured and they were given a choice. You give up Jesus or you give up your life. And they decided we'll give up our life because the pain of giving up Jesus was more than the pain of you, not only giving up your life, but more than the pain of torturing. More than the pain of torturing. So that's one of the ways it spread because people were looking at this and just saying, what is this love? What is this love? It's nice to speak about Jesus in Colombia because you, Catholic tradition is still kind of alive here. But Christianity is more than America. It's definitely more than America. Although America is much more than Europe. America is that uh, people believe in God in America. It's, it's, it's. In their own way. What? In their own way. In their own way, but also 
they believe in God. <laughs> yeah, there's many ways, but they believe in God. More, I mean, still, still, it's rare for a politician to come and say they're an atheist, <laughs> even though most of them are. They still are afraid to say it. But yeah, in their own way. Um, so what was that, that, what was that feeling they were having? So what was that feeling? And Krishna has to, and, and had, how are they living? How are the gopis living? Because when the chariot went, Krishna finally said, I shall return. So they're only living on that hope. So this is a very, this is a very deep task. And he wants someone who is very, very qualified. And, and, and who is Uddhava? He knows every subject in the world. And he's Uddhava. And Uddhava means a festival of joy. Ana Uddhava means misery. So what he has to do is he has to go to Vrindavan and he has to communicate. He has to communicate two things. He wants someone to go to Vrindavan who can relieve their distress. And at the same time, return and explain the level of their joy. Because it's beyond duality. Because this type of love is the highest pleasure. So even in the suffering, there's this love. And it's inconceivable. Even their suffering, they're experiencing this love, this joy. And it reminds me, I always tell that story of that Vrindavan gardener. There was this Vrindavan gardener and, and he was complaining to me because he lost there were floods and he lost his rose gardens and he had five daughters and there was dowry to marry. And he was like, so, but as he was explaining things to me, as he was explaining things to me and all his miseries and everything, there's a type of joy in, in Sanskrit. There's two types of smiles. I explained this to one smile, this hasya where you laugh and everybody sees your teeth. And that's because it was a joke or something outside. But when there's happiness inside that a person has, it's not momentary. It becomes their being. And you can see it in their face, no matter what their experience is, you can see there's people like that in the world. You'll see someone that they just have this natural joy then their mouth is not open, but it, their, their smile is different. That type of joy. So anyway, this, this, he, he's the Shakshad um, Sishya of Brihaspati. And what is the Sishya? Sishya means one who takes the mood. He's understood the meaning and he's taken the mood of his teacher. He's understood. But there's one subject that he, he does not know. 
and he has to learn that subject. And what is that subject? The prema of Vrindavan, the prema of the gopis. And it's, it, 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 it's also will set an example because he is the disciple of Brihaspati. He's so, he's so learned as the disciple of Brihaspati. He's so learned. And not only that, he's Bodhi Satama. His intelligence is the top intelligence. This is the most intelligent person who has the most learned guru. And what happens when he goes to Vrindavan? He meets the gopis and he sees the level of their love. And then what happens to this most intelligent person? He says, my class will be finished in five minutes. Okay. What happens to this intelligent person? He says, I thought, I thought I was the best devotee. Nice to see you. Okay. I thought I was the best devotee. But when I saw the love of the gopis, my pride, my abhiman, my self-conception of the Vrishinam Prabhupada, the best advisor, <laughs> the beloved friend of Krishna. Look at all these things he had. I'm the best advisor in all the Vrishni dynasty. I'm, I'm the most beloved of Krishna. I'm the direct disciple of Brihaspati. And he's Bodhisattva. He's the most intelligent person. He said, my pride, my pride was crushed to dust. So this is actually the message of the Bhagavatam. The message of the Bhagavatam is that Dharmasvanushtita Pumsa Viviksena Katasya Vapadiyatiratim Shrama Eva Kabalam. You can do everything perfectly, but if you don't develop love, if you don't develop love, then Shrama, Eva, he, Kevalam. Shrama means useless. Eva means certainly. He means also. Kevalam means only. Certainly, also, only. Three times, it's useless. Your karma is useless. Your yoga is useless. Your, 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 your. Karma is useless, your yoga is useless, your jnana, your knowledge is useless. Everything becomes useless because you don't develop love, you won't have happiness in your heart. We're searching for happiness. Aristotle said, the goal is happiness. It's never a means for anything else. And if someone says no, this is my goal. Aristotle said it's the means to happiness. And what is happiness? Happiness is love. 
That has to be our objective. But we don't want that objective because we have a different faith. We think if I'm the center and I control things for my senses and I control my things just for my ego, which is necessary to keep the mind peaceful, that's not the goal. So this is what Krishna wants to establish. What Krishna wants to establish is this person who is the most qualified in every way. He understands that this, he has, he's great, but not as great as the devotees. And so what he has to do is he has to pacify and then has to deliver that message. So Krishna wants someone who's so intelligent and devoted to him and also has emotional intelligence because you can be advanced, but if you're not in touch with your own emotions, you don't understand others, you can't communicate. So now we just finish up with just our, our audience will say hello to the people here. So I got some group here. Jumunajai, would you like to share with them which point you appreciated the most? Are you there or do you actually go already to work? I think she did. Okay, anyone like to say hello to our group? Hare Krishna. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Wishing I was there. <laughs> We're trying to get Simon here in the middle of March. So I'm going to give you six months in advance. Okay. <laughs> you can be here. Okay. All right. Thank you. Where are you now? Don't tell me I'm, you're in I'm in I'm in Brooklyn, yeah. I can't believe it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> at any point that you would like to you remember? Oh, listen, just you know, the whole universal love in the heart is something that um, you know that I'm constantly working on. I guess okay. we all are. <laughs> well, at least you know the goal. Yes. <laughs> Okay, anyone else? Thank you. Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. And Kishori Radha. Okay, see you guys soon. Next week, I guess, right? Yep. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, it's Lal Govinda. Thank you for class. Hey. Wow. Right, I'm coming back Monday. Okay. Next Monday, and the Monday after next. Yeah. Yep. You'll be be back in the, uh, the morning. I'll be back early in the morning. Okay. I'll, I'll send you an email. Okay. All right, Harry Ball. That's my barber. <laughs> he comes over. He puts a cloth on me. He's also in my community, like the, the top Brahmin too. He worship the deity. But he cuts hair, so for women, but also for men. Okay, anybody else say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Isabel, we miss you. How are you? I miss you all very much too. Okay, great. Thank you. 
Thank you for class. Have a great day, everyone. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna, Guru. Hare Krishna. Okay, they're from Iran. Hello, everybody. Where are you now? Where are you? In Tehran. In, in my Tehran. room. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much for the class. Thanks, Maharaj. Okay. It's beautiful where you are, Maharaj. It's very beautiful. Okay. One more. Okay. We'll end. Krishna Maharaj. This is Yamana Whoa, whoa, that looks whoa. Hey, welcome, Marge. I have a guest today, so how do we say hello? Where are you? Hey, let's see Nishringa Dave. Oh, wait, hold on. It disappeared completely. Okay. That, <laughs> what? You're not doing your mystic stuff again, Joe. Okay. And I do it all. Thank you for asking, Marge. Thank you. That's your projection. <laughs> okay, that. Okay. Well, and that's your